Our scripture reading comes to us from the gospel account of St. Matthew, the 18th chapter, verses six, is, verses 6 through 9. If any of you cause one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for you if you had a great millstone were fashioned around your neck and you were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause sin. Such things are bound to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter, enter life maimed or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the hell of fire. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I can tell some of y'all were looking at me this morning. You weren't real sure you wanted to say thanks be to God after that one, did you? Okay, look. Jesus is speaking figuratively, all right? He is not literally commanding us to cut off body parts or pluck out eyes or drown ourselves in the sea. But he is making a powerful point that there are things in our lives, just like there are things in the world, that are not a part of God's intention, okay? We may not like it. We may not enjoy it. It may not be a popular topic nowadays. But there are things in our lives, just like there are things in the world, that is not what God has intended for us. The, the, the series that we're in is Lessons from the Carpenter. It's, it's based on the book, The Lessons from the Carpenter. And it talks about how Jesus being a carpenter uh, and learning that skill from his earthly father, Joseph, impacted the way that he taught and preached and became the Messiah. That it was by no accident that Jesus was a, a builder because that's exactly what he's come to do, right? On Easter Sunday, we are going to celebrate the greatest construction project that has ever been accomplished when the entire world is offered new life. But in this, in being a builder, there is intentionality on the behalf of the person who is making whatever it is. Last week, I brought in the guitar that I built. Shameless plug, I know. I didn't intend to build a table. It wasn't a chair. It was not a door or a bookshelf. I wanted to build a guitar. I took the materials I joined the wood together, I planed it, I cut it, and I fashioned it into a guitar because as the carpenter, that was my intention for what that piece was going to become. You and I are the work of the carpenter. Every single one of us has a calling. None of us are here by accident, not just in this space at this time, which by the way, congratulations and thank you so much. When it is raining outside and time change Sunday and you are still here, y'all are awesome. If you gave up chocolate for Lent, go ahead and have two pieces today. But the point is, is it's not just that we're not just here by accident because God has called us together to become this body of Christ. 
But you were not created by accident. You were not created just by the will of the flesh or the will of men, but you were created with a purpose by God. You were knit together in your mother's womb, and God created you with a purpose and a plan and an intentionality. And here's the part where the scripture starts to speak. I don't know if you know this or not, but when you purchase wood, it doesn't come pre-shaped. It comes in boards and planks and sheets, and it comes in warps and twists and turns. And what the craftsperson has to do is they have to take that, that board footage and they have to measure how much they need to make whatever it is that they are making. And they have to cut it to fit. And sometimes when you're making something, you'll get a, a piece of wood and it's got some bad places in it. Some places that not only don't look good, but it may be rotten. If it's reclaimed wood especially, which makes some of the best guitars, oh my gosh. But there's bad places in it and it's places where it's weak and you have to cut that out and there's, there's, there's areas that just won't work and so you've got to trim it away so that you can get the curve in it because I don't know if you know this or not but wood even after it's cut down it still wants to be a tree it still wants to twist and turn and do whatever it wants to do and you have to cut it and shape it and form it that's what Christ does in our lives. This is the part, I think, where the passage is speaking to us and the part that's not quite so popular nowadays. We like to believe that we can go and live our lives however we want to live our lives and whatever we come and bring to God that we want or that we want to do or that we want to happen, we just expect God to bless it. Guys, God is not the great Santa Claus in the sky. You don't deliver your wish list to him. God has no intention of blessing anything in your life that God does not intend to be there. Because God has created you with a purpose and God is shaping you into that purpose, into that new creation for which he died. And if God is doing that through Jesus Christ, then there's going to be times that the master builder takes the saw and cuts us to size or cuts out this part that's not right and that's not intended and that makes us weak. It can be painful sometimes. Things that God will cut out are things such as jealousy and anger, unforgiveness, Things that God will cut out are harboring ill feelings and not learning to love as God loves. But things that God will also cut out are things that's not a part of his intended purpose. I shared with a Bible study this morning that I don't know if you know this or not, but in my undergraduate, I was studying, my undergraduates in music because I was studying to be a high school music teacher. That's what I wanted to be. 
Uh, I had wonderful high school music teachers that influenced me, and I watched Mr. Hollum's Opus, if you've ever saw that movie. If you haven't, watch it, because then you'll want to be a band director too. And that's what I wanted to be. And so what I was doing was I was, I was pursuing that, and I got some experiences in that, so I knew I, I thought I would be good in that, and I love being around kids, and I love teaching music, and I love music in general, and, but I kept feeling this tug, and so I was a, a, a music minister in, in the congregation, and I thought that I could, okay, God, I'm going to be a music minister, you know, and I'll work with youth, and, and this, is, this is where I feel called, I mean, because teaching is a ministry, Right? So God, I'm, I'm in ministry, you know? Because the reality is, is my father was a pastor and my uncle is a pastor and I didn't want, want to be a pastor. But when I surrendered to Christ, he cut that out. And that hurt. That was a hard two years of wrestling with God over this calling thing. Not because there's absolutely anything less holy about being a teacher, but because the master carpenter was shaping me into being a pastor. Because that was God's intention for my life. The same thing is true with you. Every calling is a holy calling. There's different types of callings. Some are set apart, some are sent into the world. But every one of you who are living into your calling is living into a holy calling. But you have to understand that that means just like you are saying yes and God is saying yes to you in these areas, there's going to be other areas where God says no. And we don't like being told no, do we? We haven't liked being told no since we were born. Have you ever noticed that you have to teach your kids how to be good? But no one ever had to teach him how to be bad? Did you ever notice that you had to teach your kids how to say yes, but magically no just comes naturally? Now imagine your frustration as a parent and apply that in your life right now to God. Is God trying to wrestle you into your onesie? Because he's got a place he's wanting to take you that you don't want to go? Are you throwing a temper tantrum? Because God has a wonderful, wonderful surprise plan for you, but you don't want to leave what you got right now? You see, the master builder is shaping us, and he's joining us together, and he's joining us with him. And in order for that to happen, in order for the wonderful, amazing, holy thing that God has created you to become to occur. He's going to have to take us all to us. And there's going to be some things that he cuts out. And some of those things during this season of Lent we know because we're repenting and we're asking him to cut these things out. There's going to be some other things that we're going to want to hold on to. And we're going to have some wonderful good reasons for holding on to them. 
but it's not God's purpose for us. Trust the master builder. He called you. More than that, he created you. He has a purpose for you. And it is bigger and better than anything you have ever imagined. And I don't care whether you are knee-high to a grasshopper this day or whether you think you have already done it all. He's not done with you yet because you're still here. So trust the hand of the master builder. There may be times that it hurts, but trust that he will provide the care that you need. There may be times that we don't understand, but trust that he has a purpose for what is going on and what's on the other side will make sense. Trust that he is shaping you into something unique and wonderful and fulfilling a purpose in the kingdom of God. Because we have a Messiah. We have a Savior. We also have a Master Craftsman. Hello, my name is Kevin Payne, and I'm the senior pastor here at Bluff Park United Methodist Church. Thank you for joining with us in our podcast of our worship celebration, the sermon this past week. I pray that you found it a blessing and that it enriched your life. If you are ever in our area and would like to join with us in person, we are located at 733 Valley Street here in Hoover, Alabama. Our service time is 10 a.m. and we would love to meet you. I pray you have a blessed week and hope to see you soon. Bye now.